My name is Joni, and I am the Teen Services Librarian at the Dust Plains Public Library. Like most librarians, I read and enjoy all genres of books, but my heart will always belong to realistic fiction. The book I'll be reading from today is The Great American Whatever by Tim Fetterly. The Great American Whatever begins six months after Quinn's sister's death, six months after his sister died in a car accident immediately after replying to a text he sent her. Quinn has barely left his room since her death and can't bring himself to look at his sister's last text. When his best friend finally convinces him to leave the house to tag along to a party, Quinn meets a handsome college student named Amir. Quinn is enamored, and Amir likes him back. It's not true love, but it's enough to make Quinn realize that the possibility of romance can soften grief. He begins to come back to life while still struggling with loss, coping with coming out to his family and friends, and learning that almost everyone has secrets they keep. Ugh. When Rory C. Lewis came out at school last year, the principal called a diversity assembly to honor him, which was the 40 longest minutes of my life, and I'm including gym class in that tally. Rory gave a speech on the beauty and drama of being different and got kind of an obligatory standing ovation, but the truth is, Nobody ever made fun of Rory because he was gay. Even before he was out, even though we could all tell he was gay, we didn't care that he was gay. We made fun of Rory because he was annoying. I'm still not out. It just seems like such a hassle to come out. I just want to be out. I look at the sheet of paper. My hands are making it flutter. I wonder how Amir got this into my back pocket. Maybe when I backed up into him at the kitchen sink. I wonder if mom knows what this piece of paper means. Maybe, maybe not, actually. You know how older guys always say their mom knew when they finally came out to them? I knew, I knew from the beginning, these Hollywood-sensitive moms always seem to be saying. That's not how it'll go with my mom. Sorry. She's as old-fashioned as you can get. She was shocked when she found out I was a friggin' vegetarian. She's been dropping hints about me marrying Tiffany Devlin, the six-toed girl across the street, since the day they moved in. I was ten. I get off my bed. I'm suddenly hungry for lunch meat. I'm not a vegetarian anymore. But there's no lunch meat in my mini-fridge. Of course there isn't. All I've got is a six-pack of Sprite saved for special occasions. I look at Amir's handwriting again. It's so boyish and messy that I want to eat it. In ten seconds, I've torn everything off the corkboard above my desk, and when every last elementary school ribbon is fully cleared, I tack a pushpin through the O of Mario Lemieux. But all I'm really looking at is Amir's phone number. And then I celebrate. For once, I celebrate. I drink two sprites back-to-back until I get the biggest and greatest stomachache ever and forever. Amen. And I don't even burp. I just hold it all in, and somehow, my seams don't burst. The Great American Whatever introduced me to a cast of well-rounded characters struggling with real-life issues. They are all authentic, charming kids who rattled around in my head for days after their story ended. The book thrums with emotion and humor as we witness Quinn peel back the layers of relationships in order to discover his true self and process all that has happened to him. And it includes a plot that, much like life, does not follow a pattern.